0: hey guys welcome back to my channel so on today's episode i kind of wanted to delve into my report cards that i found a while back when i was doing the research for autism the purpose of me getting these report cards was to read through the years as to the notes that my teachers gave me or gave my parents at the time in my behaviors, how I was doing in all the subjects. I wanted to gather the information of my developmental years from kindergarten through 6th grade just to get some of that history there because that's something that psychologists look into as well when they're doing the assessment for you as an adult and I kind of wanted to on today's episode go over the notes that my teachers wrote because it was super super interesting I felt like when I was reading through these report cards my world just completely opened up and I was not expecting to read a lot of the notes that I ended up reading on these report cards because I felt like the signs were so clear as to this girl, me, I was autistic and I was just so surprised that none of my teachers brought this up to my parents as a child. And so I just wanted to read through them today and reflect on some of my memories of what those autistic traits were at that time in my life. So let's get right into it. Starting off with kindergarten, I just wanna note that I've pretty much struggled with the same subjects and with the same behavioral social issues pretty much from kindergarten all throughout to sixth grade. But the social aspect, the social issues that I had kind of disappeared more through fifth and sixth grade, which is interesting because that is also the time where I began to develop my trickle tillomania. And I think they're probably correlated because with autism, this is, autism is so complex. But basically, because I wasn't allowed to be who I was, and because I had to learn to mask more, I realized that I was taking out a lot of my anxiety that was building up and confusion and all of this through behaviors that was more what's a word that can describe it that contained everything so because I was containing so much within myself in order to be a good child and to look normal and to please other people I was now developing behaviors that was for example, pulling my hair. I began to pull my hair very severely through sixth grade and that's when it got so bad that that even became an issue. But before I get into that, because of course I'm gonna address it when I get to those that age range, I'm gonna start off with my kindergarten report card. So immediately in the portion of this report card that says social and behavioral development, I received an N which means needs improvement in follows class rules and school rules so i didn't do well in that and in the notes my teacher at the time wrote irene is a fine girl and assumes responsibility well however she tends to work too rapidly which often results in poor work she is capable of better work irene has shown wonderful progress in all academic work. However, she has difficulty conforming to school and classroom rules and following directions given in a group. Irene has made significant improvements in classroom and playground behavior. I am proud of her improved conduct. She does fine work in class and is showing growth in the basic skills areas. So I noticed that in these report cards, they're broken up into three different parts and each update is a few months apart. What I found really interesting is the clear signs of ADHD and the clear signs of autism. This might not be clear because I only read the first report card but as I go on you will see that the behavioral issues was something that was present since kindergarten and was consistently an issue throughout every single school year. And so I'm gonna move on to first grade. So immediately I noticed that I always struggled with reading, with fluency, and in a natural manner. I received an N for that, needs improvement. I also received an N for being able to state my name, address, and phone number. I received an N for being able to listen attentively and follow direction. I received a bunch of Ns for cooperating, working, and playing well with others. I received an N with showing self-control. I received an N with obeying class and school rules. I received an N with respecting the rights, feelings, and property of others. And. I received N for mathematics. I was always really bad in that, apparently. For the notes that my teacher wrote in first grade, he said, Irene, you are off to a good start in the first grade. Practice reading every night. So he immediately was saying that he was kind of worried about my reading and you will see that this will become an issue throughout the rest of this report card in the second trimester he wrote irene i am worried about your behavior and how you treat others i am worried about your attitude towards school and learning i can only help you if you are willing and in the third trimester he wrote irene your behavior has improved you are back to caring about school good i have enjoyed watching you learn and grow read 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 this summer and then he also wrote additional notes on the side irene you need to control your talking and be aware of other children's feelings I am worried about how you treat others you need to treat people nicely if you are going to have friends and he also wrote another note practice reading out loud every night because apparently I had issues with that reading this particular report card from my first grade made me feel both validated but also extremely sad because this little note that he wrote, I can only help you if you are willing, is upsetting to me in a sense where now that I know I'm autistic, it's very upsetting to know that someone was blaming me for not fitting in in the ways that was normal. It also implies that I was making these decisions consciously. And that is just an overarching theme that i'm noticing reflecting back on my childhood and reading these report cards is if i were to just reflect on how i was when i was a little girl i was just being myself i wasn't ever intentionally being malicious towards anyone but i found myself always being reprimanded and shamed by adults and by other kids for doing something wrong when I didn't know I was doing something wrong. And I think that is a really big difference between, let's say, a child with autism and a child with behavioral issues is I feel like children that have behavioral issues might know that they're doing something wrong, they might know what is right and what is wrong, but they still choose to do the wrong thing because they want to be rebellious, because they want attention, I don't know. But for me personally, and you know, I can't speak for other autistic individuals as well, but for me personally, I never did something because I knew it was wrong it was more so I would just do something and I found myself getting into trouble and being reprimanded and I just could not understand why I was being yelled at or why someone was so upset with me and even when they tried to explain it to me I couldn't fathom it and I would just feel extremely upset in that moment because I was so confused and this particular teacher he was very nice but I remember a couple times he would be very very upset with me he would pull me aside with another child and reprimand me for treating this child a certain way and telling me you know you're wrong for doing this Irene you need to apologize to this kid and I remember just feeling so confused and distraught as to why I was receiving this sort of treatment from this teacher I couldn't understand what I did wrong I couldn't understand why everyone was so upset at me and that is part of the autism is just not understanding these social Nuances and these social cues and interactions, especially in childhood, it's hard for children to know it. So, even when people were telling me directly to my face that what I did was wrong, it was still hard for me to understand. If you can imagine, if you can't understand why something is the way it is, it's hard for you to then make those changes and improvements so it took me many years to begin to realize what social normities were and to follow those social normities and with that being said i'm going to move on to second grade okay so in second grade i received an in being able to read out loud with fluency accuracy and expression so another consistent issue I also received an N with understanding the meanings of written vocabulary. Wow, this teacher was very hard on me. (laughs) She also gave me N in expressing ideas clearly. I received N in using descriptive language when writing. I received N in spells correctly in daily work. I received N in writes in complete and grammatically correct sentences. Also received N in being able to explain ideas clearly, contributes effectively to class discussions gives oral reports with confidence on a topic using supportive facts and details, being able to state my name, address, and phone number. I also received N in listening attentively and following directions, makes good use of time, completes classwork on time, stays on tasks, demonstrates effort in academic work, and received N in obeying class and school rules. So I received N in all of these, which is, the lowest grade you can get. There's already a consistency in having issues with being able to read things, write things, express myself, being able to speak out loud, and having issues with being able to listen to directions, follow directions, being able to sit still. So very clear indications of autism and ADHD. This teacher wrote, Irene shows very satisfactory progress in all of her work. Extra reading and drills on addition and subtraction facts will be profitable. Again, I didn't do well in math. Irene's effort in all her schoolwork has greatly increased. Her writing has improved a lot. She needs to improve on staying focused and listening. Pretty straightforward. Consistently having issues in a lot of these things. Again, I don't know why none of my teachers expressed to my parents that I probably needed extra help because I was struggling with something deeper like ADHD and autism. But moving on to the third grade, I received N in these topics. Reads out loud with fluency, accuracy, and expression. Again, now this is the third year in a row where the teacher is saying I'm struggling with that. Also, uses comprehension strategies, questioning, inference, making connections demonstrates comprehension by identifying answers in texts, reads and follows written instructions, writes in complete and grammatically correct sentences and paragraphs, spells correctly on classwork and homework, completes classwork on time, and again, math. So these are all things I struggle with. This teacher wrote very interesting notes. This teacher, I felt like was a lot more observational of me and empathetic towards me. So she wrote, Irene shows very good understanding of concepts as her test answers are thorough and direct, especially on essays this ability to see relationships shows a strong intelligence and higher maturity interesting right because none of my teachers ever expressed good qualities in me. This teacher continues to write very interesting observations. Irene continues to make good progress in all subjects, but with more effort and attention to details, she could be earning much higher grades. For example, her creative writing is interesting and lively, but she needs to proofread more carefully for spelling and grammar errors. The last note that this teacher wrote is, Irene has made steady progress in her studies. There was potential to do better if Irene Irene completed all her homework and studied for tests more thoroughly. Though Irene was cooperative in class, she had a tendency to speak her mind, which bothered some teachers she encountered and alienated some classmates." This tidbit was so interesting for me to read, especially because reflecting back on my childhood and who I am. I never did things intentionally. I never sought out to offend people. I never sought out to alienate people, but that is just something that naturally happened with just me being who I was naturally. This is before I learned how to mask. And so you'll see, because I didn't know how to mask, I didn't know social normities, I was naturally having a lot of issues that at the time I didn't even know were issues. But now that I'm an adult and I know what's normal and what's not normal, I could see like, oh my God, these are clear signs of autism. Like not being able to fit in, offending other people, having these issues, but not even trying, you know, to have this clashing. So again, though Irene was cooperative in class, she had a tendency to speak her mind, which bothered some teachers she encountered and alienated some classmates. And this is something that I struggle with in general, even to this day, is speaking my mind because I feel like everyone should be able to speak their mind and be honest to not have to offend other people. And that's probably my autism as well, I feel like Honesty is just, it makes things easier. Not having to lie, not having to beat around the bush, you know. And this is something that I always had such a hard time grasping throughout my life, especially into high school as well, is having to hold your tongue and to agree with people when in reality, you don't agree with them. And in reality, you see the flaws in their ways of dealing with things and communicating and I noticed that with adults and with teachers particularly they have a hard time receiving feedback and honest feedback from others especially children because they have this power dynamic in their head where they know better than you and so I guess this has been an issue since the third grade is speaking my mind and having that offend other people and with that being said let's move on to the fourth grade I received N in being able to correctly write grade-level appropriate sentences using variety of sentence structures, using correct grammar, sentence structure, punctuation, and capitalization. And the notes here say... Irene, you do very well on tests and classwork. I would like to see you join the discussions now and then. So this was interesting. Obviously, I didn't know that this was an issue as well, but joining class discussions seems to be a consistent issue that I had. Being able to speak out loud to class, joining class discussions. Obviously, if you imagine following along social interactions is hard for someone, being able to join class discussions and express yourself would also be hard. so it seems like that is also a consistent feedback that i got from teachers and i remember a lot of my childhood feeling very confused not just when i would get in trouble but also in general i felt like i was always out of the loop i always found myself feeling like i was watching aliens interacting and i couldn't understand what they were saying or what they were doing or why they were doing any of it and i found myself doing a lot of things on my own and just feeling this general sense of being out of the group. That is also something that I found is consistent with being able to join class discussions. How can I join class discussions when I'm not understanding what is going on in the first place? And the last note that this teacher wrote is, you are a great student in language arts and science. I would like to see you put more effort into studying and then you will improve. Again, that could be um, an executive dysfunction, which is a symptom of autism and ADHD. So moving on to fifth grade, I received minus in being able to show respect and courtesy. And I think this teacher was very harsh on that because I remember in fifth grade, my teacher was walking in class one time, and this is during a test. So all the kids were quietly taking their tests and I was just sitting there not paying attention to the test. And I was instead watching my teacher walking around and she was eating a piece of bread and I remember just watching her eat this piece of bread. She was slowly walking towards this basket on the floor, and when she got close to the basket, she stepped on it, slipped, and fell backwards. Immediately, sh- the ground shook because sh- this teacher was obese. She started moaning and groaning in pain, and she was like, oh, call the ambulance. There were students that stood up and started running around and screaming. And she just kept saying, call the ambulance, call the ambulance, and I remember, bursting out in laughter because this moment was so comedic to me it felt like i was watching a cartoon you know watching this obese teacher waddling around class slipping and falling the ground shaking all these kids are running around and and screaming and i was just so overstimulated and entertained and just laughing and i remember looking around to see if any other students were laughing and i saw like two or three students wanting to laugh but they were like holding it in and I remember feeling very confused as to why they were holding it in Behind Sight 2020, I know now that they were holding it in because they knew it was an inappropriate time to be laughing. I remember the teacher got really upset with me and she told me, Irene, that was not appropriate for you to laugh when I got hurt. Again, I did not understand that. I did not understand why she was telling me I shouldn't have laughed because in my mind, I was like, that was funny. Anyways. I could see why she gave me an N minus in being able to show respect and courtesy and also received N in being able to listen attentively, follow directions and being able to make good use of time staying on task and working cooperatively in groups. And for her notes, she wrote, Nice job, Irene. Try to listen and follow directions a little more without talking. Irene, your grades have slipped a bit this trimester. You are very capable, so try to work a bit harder next trimester. And then the last note she wrote is, Nice work, Irene. You've improved... And then let's move on to sixth grade. So I remember sixth grade is when I really started to learn how to mask. And this is also when I started to develop my trickle tillomania. I received N in science again and everything else seemed to be doing well. My teacher wrote, Irene has demonstrated mastery of sixth grade standards. Irene continues to perform good work in all subjects. Her artistic talent is very impressive. Irene has been successful this year. She should have more confidence in her skills. Interesting. Interesting to end all of this on this note. This report card is the first report card out of all the ones I just went through where my grades were there. I wasn't failing in any subjects besides science, I didn't have any behavior problems noted. And in fact, my teacher was complimenting me in this report card. I remember this teacher was very impressed with my artistic abilities. And I remember he would point them out in front of the class But at this point in my life, I was so discouraged by all of my teachers that I just developed this overarching feeling of just not being good enough and like there was something wrong with me because I was constantly being told that there was something wrong. If you imagine not understanding why there's something wrong with you or when you're doing something that is wrong, you begin to just develop this idea of I'm just wrong. I'm always wrong, I don't know why, but I'm wrong. I don't know why, but I'm always failing at something. I don't know why, but I'm always doing something that is negative and is looked down upon. And so that was my mentality at this point. I was, I believe I started developing depression at this point as well and anxiety, as you can tell through my trickle When my trickle first developed in sixth grade, I remember it was so bad that I had bald spots in my scalp from pulling out so much hair. And I remember that there was kids that I was friends with that would gather all of the hair that I would pull out, hold it up to me and and laugh about it. And they would show it to other kids and teachers and say, look, Irene pulled out all this hair. And they would even like collect it in a drawer. Even though it was bullying, I felt like I couldn't have realized how bad my hair pulling was unless they had visually showed me how much hair I was pulling out. My mother as well began to notice these bald spots in my head and she got really upset with me and I remember she screamed at me, took a bunch of pictures of my bald spots and showed them to me and, be, and she was like, why are you doing this to yourself? What's wrong with you? Obviously, that's not how you want to talk to your child when they have trichotillomania and anxiety issues, but that is how the people in my life at the time were dealing with my issues. So it's interesting that on paper, I was doing the best in this grade, but my mental health was at its worst. During this time, I was depressed. I was anxious. I was pulling my hair out. I was having bald spots in my head from pulling my hair out. And I believe I developed trichotillomania because that was my first line of masking and coping with the anxiety and the overstimulation of everything. Because I wasn't allowing myself to naturally stim the way I did, because those natural stims was seen as behavior problems, I was now developing other behavior problems as a result of being overstimulated. This teacher was the first one to kind of bring up how I viewed myself, and so this is more of an emotional feedback Like him writing, Irene has been successful this year, she should have more confidence in her skills. So to his perspective, I was doing really well. I was almost exceeding expectations in some aspects, like in art. But when he observed me emotionally, he saw that I had zero zero confidence in myself and this is all because of the undiagnosed autism and adhd and that's the mental and emotional toll it could really take on someone this is why it's so important to have awareness for adhd and autism especially in young girls and women because if someone isn't receiving the right diagnosis they're not going to receive the help that they need the accommodations that they need and from sixth grade forward my mental health was so severely affected by just going undiagnosed with all of my neurodivergencies and just receiving so much backlash year after year as to just feeling as if there's something wrong with me and feeling like I could just never get things right. And when I started to get things right, that's when my emotional and mental health completely plummeted and I started to get extremely depressed, extremely anxious, and hence my chronic anxiety was born. Reflecting on all of these report cards on today's episode. I hope that for those who may be listening right now and for those who may find my videos later on in the future, this can help provide some sort of perspective, whether it is you that has autism and ADHD or whether that's your child who has autism and ADHD. Please just have more empathy. Learn about neurodivergency. Learn about their neurodivergency, how it affects them, how it applies to them. safe space for them to express themselves authentically, give them the skill sets they need to thrive without having to suppress who they are, give them the tools they need to thrive in this neurotypical world as best as they can. And a lot of that has to do with just helping them learn In a way where they can understand allowing them to stim the way that they need to stim and allowing space for them to not have to mask i do not believe in masking and teaching someone how to mask and how to operate as a neurotypical if you are a neurodivergent person allow yourself to be a neurodivergent person however that means to you because for me and also for many neurodivergent people out there, masking comes at the cost of your own mental and emotional health. I know for a fact that This past year of just allowing myself to unmask and giving myself the accommodations I need as an autistic and ADHD person, I am finally able to work on this chronic anxiety that I've been dealing with throughout my whole life. Being able to just allow myself to unmask, stim, go nonverbal when i need to and to just deal with things the way that feels right to me not the ways that society taught me to deal with them has been extremely extremely beneficial for my overall well-being and when it comes to autism and adhd it's not just about mental and emotional health because your mental and emotional health also affects your physical health having chronic anxiety for me has caused a lot of physical health issues i have problems with breathing i have issues with body aches migraines i developed trickle i developed TMJ, from locking my jaw so tightly, from just not allowing myself to stim. My oral surgeon this past year, you know, she asked me, do you clench your jaw very tightly? And I told her, I don't really notice. And she said, because you have permanent scarring on the inside of your cheeks and the backs of your teeth are completely flattened out, which is not normal. And I was like, oh my god, really? And she was like, yeah, this isn't... This isn't typical and this indicates that you clench your jaw very tightly a lot. A lot of my doctors as well always points out that my heart rate and my blood pressure is a lot higher than people my age. And so those are just physical examples of how my physical health is affected with the autism and ADHD and not getting the accommodations that I needed and not accommodating myself in the ways that I need I'm noticing that as I'm allowing myself to have those accommodations I have a world of a difference in improvement in my physical health as well so I feel like I've given myself time to mourn the quality of life that I had prior to my diagnosis and look forward to the future that I have with these diagnoses being able to learn more about myself and what my needs are and how I naturally operate and not feeling ashamed for them, not feeling like I have to do otherwise, not feeling like I have to change, because I sure as hell don't feel ashamed. Comment down below your experiences or how you relate. And if this video is helpful, give it a like. If you vibe with me, subscribe to my channel and follow along for future content. But with that being said, I will see you guys on next week's video. Bye guys.